Welcome back to the Over the Border Podcast. I'm your host, Justin. This is episode 16. And as always, I'm in a good mood tonight. I'm here with the boys, Kyle and Ryan. Kyle, how are you feeling? Feeling pretty good coming off a week where I went 500, but uh, looking forward to a new week of betting. And of course, we got the Super Bowl this weekend, so I'm very fired up about that. Should be a great game, great halftime show. So how could you not be fired up? Ryan, how are you feeling? Where do I start? United are back. Back to being utter shite. Big, I like, I don't know how we lost these two games. I missed the international break. Oh, I, I missed the international break. You know, two two pathetic losses to a second division team, and then Burnley. You know, shout out, shout out, Sean Dyche. But you know, big news. I'm sure he's a big listener. <laughs> Sean Dyche. Oh, I I'm gonna tag Sean Dyche in the next post. I'll be like, hey, listen to this. Huge, huge fan of your work. I'd love to so know I how know. many people actually know what you're talking. I mean, not many listen, but out of those people, I'd love to know who actually knows what you're talking about. Because it's got like one or two, maybe. I'll, maybe. I'll maybe say, I'll go one. You know, the betting odds would be the line is set at over one and a half. But is that counting you when you re-listen to it? Unfortunately, no. I, we will exclude myself. But, you know, the Habs, big news today. We'll talk about it later. Super Bowl this weekend. Can't complain. Eminem, Slim Shady maybe coming back. I don't know. Before we get into this week's episode, quick recap of the picks from last week. I went three and three, sitting at fifty percent um, of a hit rate on my picks. Ryan went one and one; he's at forty-eight point six percent. Justin two and two; he's at forty-eight point one percent. Very odd week where we all went five hundred, but you know you can't really complain about going five hundred. Six and six on the week overall, forty-nine percent. Let's get into the episode. Let's bring some winners. As usual, we're going to start off with Coast to Coast, recapping news across Canadian sports. Not a whole lot to report uh, in terms of the NHL teams, but we'll give you a little record recap. The Canucks, 21-20-6. The Oilers, 23-17-3. The Flames, 23-13-6. The Jets, 19-17-7. The Sens, kind of rolling, kind of buzzing for the first two periods against the Hurricanes the other day. Yesterday, as we record this, they buzzed. Kind of fell apart in the third, but they look like a playoff team in the first two periods, not going to lie. Yeah, but the thing is, all they're going to end up doing is ruining our draft pick. The Sens do this every year. Once they're way out of the playoffs, they decide it's time to start I love trying. it. Very annoying. Unlike the Canadians, who are just exceptional at tanking. <laughs> I mean, they're just a horrible hey, hockey team. But Sorry I've to jump the gun. Continue. The Leafs are 30-10-3. And, and as you mentioned, Kyle, the only team in the NHL that doesn't have 10 wins yet. The Montreal Canadiens, 8-30-7. So fucking bad. However, How Ryan, I will throw it to you. What happened today? Hey. Well, after a perfect, I'll say, 7-1 thrashing by the Devils. They got shellacked. The Habitant decided to finally fire this freaking guy. Sorry, Dominique Ducharme. It's about time you go. And hire, if you know, if you know this guy... He's got tree trunk of thighs. Martin Saint Louis is the interim coach. And then just before the episode, we uh, before, just before we're recording, actually, 
Uh, Vincent Cavalier is supposed to be named as the assistant to Ken Hughes as the GM. So basically, the Habs are going to be the Montreal Lightning in the for the next foreseeable future for at least the next six months. I can't complain. We're taking it first. We're we're executing it to perfection. As much as I hate the Habs, it's pretty electric that they hired San Luis and Cavalier. Love those guys growing up. So yeah, that is pretty. Credit sick. to them. See if they can uh, get the boys to ten wins. That's like you know, hey, what a milestone of the Habs season is growing like up. Fourteen wins. They know. Maybe? That's, they that's know. Lot, they bro. know the bar that has to be set. And I mean, I wouldn't I'm be surprised. Is, you know. Josh Anderson in the to Ottawa. That's my True. hot take. Josh Anderson to Ottawa. I like he that. Was, he was quoted saying he was embarrassed after losing 7-1 to the Devils. The Devils suck. <laughs> the Devils can't score. Devils are horrible. Anyway, let's well, move it right along. We're going to get into some Olympic talk. Not too much to report because I haven't really been watching. I don't know about you guys because it's, you know, halfway across or on the other side of the planet. But just you to give you a little... haven't been watching uh, the hill that's... Right beside yeah, I, I, that's I, I, I tweeted that on Twitter. That is an absolute joke. Uh, the apparently, hill at it's a plant? A, are you apparently it was an old steel mill, and those are cooling towers. But that either is, way, it's it's a joke. Like I'm any Canadian backyard can do better than that. That's a fact. But on a positive note, Canada has currently eight medals. They sit in twelfth in the gold medal count, with only one to this point. Uh, but yeah, they got one gold, two silver, three bronze. So hopefully we can uh, get a few more golds and climb the ladder. But uh, not a, not a bad start here in the first week of the Olympics. Well, we better do good. We're a winter country. We're we're, we're absolutely rubbish in the summer Olympics. This is this is where Canadians thrive. So I'm hoping. Got to say the uh, Canadian women's hockey team has been buzzing. They had a huge win against the U.S. the other night. Goalie, I think Debian made like, yeah, like 51 saves, saves or, something? or something like that. Yeah, just crazy. So, Shoot. I mean, I think it's inevitable that we see uh, Canada, U.S. in the finals. I think they're aligned that way. It's but, like that. Uh, it's, it's like that every for sure. Every turn. that'll be uh, that'll be good. Shifting gears here, let's get into some NHL news. First bit of news: the Flyers name Daniel Brière, as Ryan Thank would you. say, a special assistant. To the general manager, and I think the francophone has a few words to say about this. Wait, I just want to jump in here quick. Not to be confused with the assistant general manager. He's the assistant to the general manager, correct? That's he's, correct. He's a special. He's, he's Dwight he's Trude. He's a special one. He's a special one. As Jose Mourinho would say. But, I don't know. I, I, I was kind of upset, but we have Vincent Le Cavalier. You know what would have been perfect, though? If Daniel Briard came as the GM... And then Vincent de Cavalier was his assistant GM. And then with Martin Saint-Louis, oh my God. That is the most Quebec front office you can have. Anyways, I've been checking my phone a lot because I used to play with Briere's son. So I'm thinking I might get a call to uh, trap, the, trap the equipment back on and head down to Philly and uh, give it a shot. So I'll keep you guys posted on that one. Just your, just your kind of town. Exactly. Get to watch my Eagles and play for the Flyers. Not a big deal. Moving on. Uh, big news down in Vegas for the Golden Knights. Eichel cleared for contact. Should expect him to return soon. That's going to be a huge boost to their lineup. They're already looking pretty great, and once they have him on that first line, they're just going to be a solidified contender. So very much looking forward to see him back in action, one of the best players in the NHL. Some other kind of ex- unexpected news. Tuka Rask, who just started playing for the Bruins, I think he played four games announced his retirement today after 15 seasons. 
he said that his body just couldn't take it anymore. He was returning from hip surgery and unfortunately just couldn't do it. So credits to Tuca for trying to come back and a uh, great career nonetheless. Um, a note out of the Panthers, speaking of goalies, they just signed undrafted goalie Mac Guzda. Don't know a lot about this guy, but he's like a 6-6 goalie played in the O. Um, a lot of teams had some interest in him. They managed to sign him. But it's extra interesting because obviously the Knights, are sorry, not the Knights, but the Panthers have quite a few decent goalies. Bob's been carrying the workload. They also have Spencer Knight, who's a hot goaltending prospect. But with this signing, it wouldn't shock me if they look to move Knight at the deadline and acquire somebody to help out on another part of their lineup. So that's going to be something to monitor. Um, moving on, last note, Sidney Crosby is at 499 goals coming into a game tomorrow against our Ottawa Senators. He's and that is going to lead me into my first pick for the NHL. you got to take it. Crosby, anytime goal scorer, Thursday against Ottawa. Probably going to be somewhere in the range of plus 150. Might be a lot higher than that because he doesn't score that often, but I think it's just so obvious that he's going to score, especially against Ottawa. You know, the Pens and Ottawa actually have a pretty big rivalry. That might be unknown to some, but they have a big rivalry. And uh, it wouldn't surprise me at all if he scored. Yeah, shut up. Um, My second play, Flames money line, plus 105 against the Leafs. Fuck the Leafs. I think this is a bit of a trap line. Public will be very heavy to the Leafs. Flames haven't been amazing as of late, but they still have a great record. It's a big game for them. I'll take them at plus money. I've got uh, three plays. Two of them are in the NHL. So I've got uh, the Avalanche minus 120 at home against the Tampa Bay Lightning. Um, I'm just taking this simply because when you can get a team as good as the Avs, uh, as close to even odds as this, um, I think it's a no-brainer. Even though Tampa Bay is a cup-contending team for sure, um, they're traveling west, and I I think the Avs have the edge. So give me the Avalanche minus 120. I'm also going to take the Columbus Blue Jackets, minus 110 against Buffalo. Buffalo just sucks. That's the only, that's my only only tidbit there. So give me the Blue Jackets. And they they just beat the, uh, the Washington Capitals, so stay hot. And then not in the NHL, but tomorrow morning, um, as we record this, so Thursday morning, um, Canada plays Germany, and I'm going to take Canada minus 1.5 at plus 140 against the Germans. Simply because there's no NHL players playing, but you've got to think that Canada has a deeper player pool than Germany, and I think plus or minus one point five at plus one forty is kind of disrespectful to Canada. So I'm taking it based off that. I mean, I love the pick. I love that you're betting on Canada, obviously, but I wouldn't count those Germans out. They're sneaky. Last Olympics, I believe they won silver and played a tight game against uh, Russia in the final. So just something to be aware of. All right. Ryan doesn't have any picks in the NHL, so we're going to move right along to the NFL. The only real note, other than our Super Bowl preview, is that Alvin Kamara got arrested for battery in Vegas. I don't really know too much about this story, but it's just kind of wild. What the fuck are you doing? I don't know. What I read, players never disappoint. From what I read, I mean, first of all, it can't be a shocker that there was arrest with the NFL players in Vegas. I think that was kind of bound to happen and I don't think we'll see any big events in Vegas for the NFL maybe not even the NHL anytime soon because there's just too many too many places to get in trouble but one of the more crazy notes about this Camaro story is apparently the incident happened 
Saturday night, so the night before the Pro Bowl, the police were aware of the incident and allowed him to play in the Pro Bowl and then arrested him shortly after the game, which really doesn't make much sense to me. That's crazy. I didn't know that. That That is fucked up. I briefly read that in an article, so don't hold me to it, but that's what I saw. One other thing. No, you're, of... you're, I'm holding you accountable to it. Okay, fair. <laughs> kind of on a lighter note, but uh, did you guys see the clip of Mac Jones hitting the gritty? Yeah, I don't after know if... running 70 yards for nothing. After everybody gave up on the play, Mac Jones sucks. How the fuck is that guy in the Pro Bowl? He fucking had a game where he threw 17 passing yards. It's ridiculous, but whatever. Did you guys watch any of the Pro Bowl? No. Nope. I, I saw clips online, and it's a joke of a game. Why would you watch it? Like, people are just deliberately missing tackles and not trying to tackle. It's like it's like a game of touch football at this point. It's a full I mean, contact to sport do... that you just can't avoid hitting. So it's just it's ridiculous to see. To they need to like either that. get rid of it or find a way to modify it where it's exciting to watch. Because I just had no interest in watching it, and after seeing those clips online, I will not take any of my time to watch it. I wouldn't be surprised yeah, I mean, if that was the. All time least watched Pro Bowl. Yeah. In NFL history. All right. Well, the moment we've all been waiting for, let's get into some Super Bowl talk. Our Super Bowl preview, the matchup is set as we talked about last week. The Bengals traveling to LA to play the Rams. The line opened at Rams minus four. Kyle, what picks are you looking at for this weekend? Well, I'm really excited for this game. It's not two of the most flashy teams in the NFL. But it's a great Super Bowl nonetheless. Obviously, the story of the Bengals and Joe Burrow is very exciting. And a lot of people are rooting for the Bengals. And I don't blame them. If I didn't have a future on the Rams, I probably would be rooting for the Bengals. But as I've talked about before, Rams 16-1, not a big deal. But that being said, I've got a few plays lined up. Looking forward to the Super Bowl. First play, I gave it out last week. Bengals, Rams, under 48.5. I know it's not very fun to bet on the under in the uh, Super Bowl. I know, I'm the no fun guy, but I really like this play. I don't think these teams are going to score a lot. They both have decent defenses, and it's hard to score touchdowns in the Super Bowl. So that's what we're rolling with first. Then I'm going to take Rams minus four. As I've said, it seems like everyone is rooting for the Bengals. I don't blame them, but it seems like everyone thinks that they're going to win. And for that reason, I like the Rams a lot. Public betting does show that public's on the Rams. However, I don't know if I believe that that much. And as I said, Rams 16-1. If I was smart, I would probably hedge out and take the Bengals. But I really like the Rams here. If you compare the two lineups, I mean, the Rams roster has way better players, much deeper. Bengals have a great story. But if you look at the rosters, it's not even close. And I think a lot of people are forgetting the Rams are at home for this game. I know that the crowd is mainly corporate for the Super Bowl now, but they are at home. Uh, some other One other play I have is Cincinnati first half field goals over 1.5 at minus 145. It's pretty juiced, but I really don't see how this doesn't hit. That's supposed to be, sorry. Cincinnati first half field goals over one, over 0.5. Holy fuck, I could not have fucked that up more. <laughs> Cincinnati just fucking score a single field goal in the first half. They have... What the fuck is his name? McPherson? There Evan McPherson. I am there losing it in this segment. My wow, God, what's going this, on? Threw, this absolutely threw me off. But anyways, they're going to score a field goal in the first half. That guy is so icy. We'll take that. Two more plays. These ones are just for fun. Not going to be tracked. We're going with Tails. Plus 100. Tails, tails never tails. fails. It's just that simple. Got to have all the boys riding Tails together. And then we're going to take Orange Gatorade. 
plus 325. And if you really want to have fun with it, there's a prop that you can bet on for the real Slim Shady to have bleached hair at like plus 250. I could see it happening. I would love to see it. So if you want to have some fun, you can take that as well. All right. For my place for the Super Bowl, I'm riding with the Bengals. Bengals plus four all day. I think they're a team of destiny. I hear everything that Kyle's saying, but they defy, they've been defying the odds all year. Um, I've seen a whole bunch of video clips of montages of people predicting the Bengals being 4-13, and 6-11, and 11, and it just hypes me up. Big Joe, Joe Burrow stand. I had Jamar Chase. I've been talking about that all year, but I had him on my fantasy team. So I'm just a Bengals stand, and I'm going to stick with it. Bengals plus 4. And then I've also got Jamar Chase, anytime TD, at plus 102. Um, the Bengals have... A pretty talented receiver core and Tyler Boyd, T. Higgins. Um, I don't know if CJ Ozoma's playing, but he's pretty good too at the tight end position. But Chase is their number one weapon. Uh, I'm going to imagine that they're going to double him, but there's no way that at any point in the game he's not uh, in one-on-one coverage and he doesn't beat the, the corner. And I think Joe Burrow finds him in the end zone for six. I'm also not tracking these, but I'm also riding with Tails, Orange Gatorade, and then I'm also sprinkling in some blue Gatorade. I think the orange if the Bengals win. I think it's blue if the Rams win. It's a team colors. I'm not overthinking it. Blue plus 255. Lock it in. Well, this is a an over-the-border tails take. But you know what? Worked I worked really one. well on uh, Nova last week. <laughs> huh? <laughs> you know what? I should have just stayed with my gut. If you listen, I, my guru convinced me. I got convinced. Actually, you guys didn't convince me. Yeah, whatever, whatever. We get it. Yeah, you but- didn't care what we had to say. <laughs> Moving on. As Justin said, you can't overthink this. Orange for the Bengals. And then green, yellow, slash lime as the line is on Cool Bat. Plus 350. No free odds. <laughs> and then uh, one of my plays actually want to be tracked. Just Super Bowl uh, prop bets. Just got to shoot some shots here. First offensive play from scrimmage to be a run. Minus 123. And then Beckham. I love that. Not going to lie. Od- I love Odell Beckham. Yeah, I, I saw that. It was kind of. It wasn't too juiced. I said, kind of worth a shot. First play of the Super Bowl. You just kind of want to get it under your belt. Get get the ball off. Might have to tail that. Feel the pads. Yeah, <laughs> feel the pads. Feel the movement. After the great kickoff from McPherson. The Stafford's going to hand it off and run. Calling right now. Next pick, Odell Beckham. Anytime study. I already I already know Cup's going to get a touchdown, but the line's way juiced at minus 189. Next target, Odell Beckham. Plus 120, I'll take it. And then I'm riding with the Rams for the Super Bowl. I'm a big Joe Burrow fan. But as Kyle said, it seems like there's a lot of people who want him to win. So... I'm riding with the Rams. Sean McVay, he's coming. He's not losing twice. He's winning this time. All right. Well, we'll have to wait and see. Two of us going head, or I'm going head to head against the two of you. I should say. It'll be interesting. I'm really excited. I like our odds. It's. (laughs) (laughs) I'm really excited for the Super Bowl. Let's get it. Good luck, boys. All right. Let's jump into some hoops. Kyle, what do you have in the NBA? NBA Thursday, we got the Pelicans plus 4.5 against the Miami Heat. Pelicans have been finding their stride lately after having a 
terrible start to the season. Heat are hot, pun intended. However, this is a trap Hadouch. line. Should be a lot bigger. I like the Pels here. Public will be all over the Heat. Pelicans plus 4.5. I'm pretty sure the Pelicans acquired uh, CJ uh, McCollum. Or... They did, yeah. yeah. They traded Josh Hart. Yeah, exactly. I like. I don't. I have no idea if he's going to be playing. But if he is, that's just bonus, you know? But yeah, that, that just helps the bet even more. Exactly. Moving on to college basketball. It looks like Justin's got three plays. The sharp segment. I'm taking Michigan plus three against Purdue. Michigan's at home against the number three ranked Purdue team. But assuming that a line is adjusted um, three and a half points for a home team, that means they're basically saying that on a neutral site, this game's a pick 'em. Doesn't make any sense. I'm taking Michigan plus the points. I'm also going to take Washington uh, minus one against Arizona State. And then I'm also going to take Gonzaga minus 33 just based on the fact that I took them last week. I was chirped for it. They called it a sharp line. Fucking cash. Give me this Gonzaga is, is even more of a minus sharp 33. Line. Let's ride. Yeah. Gonzaga minus 33. Very sharp for sure. I've got I got one to play. all followers listening to tail that. That might be the best <laughs> pick ever given on this uh, podcast. Next Minus week, I'm going to be laughing. For sure, man. All right, I got one play in college basketball. We're going with Washington State, a.k.a. Wazoo, plus 6.5 against number four ranked Arizona. This just looks like a very big trap spot here. I love betting against traps in college basketball. Once again, public will be heavy to Arizona. I'll gladly take Wazoo plus 6.5. 6.5 spread is often one that is very difficult to cover for whatever reason in college basketball. So let's ride with Washington State plus 6.5. All right, let's transition into the listener pick segment. All right, well, credit to John. Another big win. He's on the Grizzlies minus 8.5. He's now won three in a row, getting him close to winning that sweater. Love to see it. It's about time one of these listeners went on a big run. Unfortunately, I just, just want to sorry to jump to jump in, but while we're on the topic of John, he was in my DMs today. He was like, "I'm getting that sweater, give me." And then he sent me a screenshot of his pick. He's he is buzzing. He wants it. He wants it bad. Love to hear it. I hope he I hope he keeps winning. Love to hear it. Unfortunately, on the other hand, Shane lost. Uh, he had the Hornets last week, so he's out, and that brings in. A recurring listener, Ryan. Ryan this week, he's riding with Rams minus four. Love it. Bet on the Super Bowl. If he didn't have NFL, I have no idea where he was going to go with it. So if he wins, it'll be very interesting to see what he takes next week. But Ryan's going with Rams minus four. And John, looking to make it four in a row. Also a bet in the Super Bowl. Going with a prop pick. Odell Beckham Jr., over 63.5 receiving yards. I like that play a lot. That's going to be one that's exciting to root for. Good luck to you both. Keep the streak going, John. Good luck, fellas. All right. Now for the $100 bankroll challenge. Your favorite segment. This could be my last, boys. This could be my last. I'm gonna be gonna be brutally honest. Fucking Nova. I went all in on Nova last week. They fucking lost twenty eight dollars down the shitter. Thank God for Sen's money line. Jesus Christ. I went one and two, lost thirty dollars, which gives me a bankroll of eighteen oh eight. And before I get clowned, I'm just gonna let everybody know I have a record of thirteen twenty seven in the bankroll challenge. Not good. I'm all in this week. Whatever. I'll get to that. 
Kyle, electric bankroll. He's at 69.90. He went two and one <laughs> last week with a record or er, winning three dollars and sixty four cents. And then Ryan stays hot. He won nine dollars and eighty seven cents. Went two and one, and his remaining bankroll is a hundred and twelve sixty nine. Fuck it, I'm riding with the Bengals money line, eighteen dollars and eight cents. I'm all in. Plus one seventy six. Don't overthink it. Joey is taking this team of destiny to the promised land. Give me the Bengals plus one seventy six. Well, we'll see if Justin stays alive. It's looking like it's a two-horse race right now with Ryan with a big lead. And some of you might forget, but we are doing this for money. Whoever wins is winning $100 cash. So good luck to both of you, Justin. I don't know, man. Me, on the other hand, I've been treading water lately. However, starting to build that bankroll up a little bit. This week, two plays. $10 Crosby anytime goal against the Sens. That's that could be, be huge. That could be very big. I'm thinking it'll be around plus 150. As I said, we're rooting for Crosby, but we're rooting for Sens. Don't worry. We're rooting for a Sens win. Uh, my other play, Rams, Bengals, under 48 and a half. Talked about that game earlier. Let's go. I want to get back in this race. Well, I've got four plays. We're going to limit it as we kind of went big last week. Some profit, $9.87. I think Justin would take that any day of the week. Fuck you. But my first play. We'll go with the big one, our $10 play. Everton versus Leeds. Leeds just won an absolute goal thriller today. We'll see goals in that game. So both teams to score. Probably that with Bayern, Bayern Munich money line. German superhouse. Don't overthink it. It's minus 116. Great odds right now. Get it before it moves. Second pick, $5. Frankfurt and Wolfsburg in Germany. Both teams to score. Minus 130. Both these teams are starting to pick up their game after uh, the international break. I think it did them good. Frankfurt, uh, over the week, got another goal fest. And Wolfsburg, Wolfsburg having scored in six away games. So I think they're due. That's my thought thought process on that. They're really good at home, but away they struggle. Second pick, Juventus plays tomorrow. So this pick is actually tomorrow. Juventus, first half. There just needs to be a goal in the first half. Parlayed that with Wolverhampton just to not lose the first half, minus 120. And then I'm so confident with tails never fails. Throwing in the bankroll, $5. Ooh. It's Ooh. funny because I almost went all in on tails. I would have left, oh. <laughs> left my bankroll. You know what? Do that. You know what? I think you really should do that. No, it's okay. Because, I... then, it, because then you get the sweat out of the way. Nah, he likes bangles when he likes it. plus That's a fact. Yeah, true. You get a bit more. All right. Well, now for everybody's favorite segment, the lock of the week. To recap last week, the head-to-head matchup between me and Kyle got postponed, so we don't have a, we don't have an update for for us. Ryan caught an L, um, so that means I'm sitting at nine and five. Ryan is at six and eight, and Kyle is seven and seven. Ryan's six, eight, and one. Pardon me. Yeah, that push is big. My Lock of the week this week. I'm riding with the Bengals. Bengals first half plus three at minus 115. The line makes no sense. It's a bit of a bait line, but I'm a master baiter. Let's ride. Joe. I'm just saying, if the Bengals lose, we might just kick you off the podcast. I'm going to say it's going to be a very sad Sunday for you if the Bengals don't uh, win. They could still cover. 
Well, okay. Well, if your bet loses and the Bengals don't cover, it's not going to be a fun Super Bowl for you. But anyways, let's get into my lock of the week pick. Going back to college basketball, unfortunately, last week, uh, the lock of the week was postponed. Although Ohio State was going to kick the shit out of Minnesota. But anyways, we're going back to college basketball. Taking Michigan plus three versus third-ranked Purdue. Justin talked about this game a little bit earlier. The line does not make a whole lot of sense. Michigan has not had a good year. They were supposed to be a top 10 ranked team, have been a huge disappointment. But I think they start to find their stride. Purdue's been riding high. And again, this line just makes zero sense. I will gladly take Michigan plus three at home. I think this is one of the biggest trap games we've seen. This game is very similar to when Arkansas played Auburn yesterday night. Uh, Auburn was ranked number one and Arkansas was unranked, and the spread was two and a half. This game's very similar. I love Michigan here, plus three. You know, I'm, I'm on a bit of a of a skid here. I've lost three in a row, and we've been in England. And I, I did some research. I went back through episodes. The undefeated league I have for uh, across the pond is the Bundesliga in Germany. So you know what we're heading this week? Cue the song. Yesterday, I learned the difference between a train and a boat. I wrote this song before that. Train on the water, boat on the track. Train on the water, boat on the track. We are heading to Berlin. Union Berlin versus Borussia Dortmund. Betting both teams to score in over two and a half. This has hit in the last five out of the seven last matchups. Head to head. Berlin at home. They will score. And Dortmund, oh my God, these guys. If you had a better life or death, you know what? I'm actually going to say this confidently this week. Last week, I was just, you know, I, I kind of got pressured in saying, oh, it's going to be my, my pick of the month, even though it was the second day of the month. Now that it's nine days into February, I will confidently say this. Game of bet year. of the month. You know what? Better the first half, six months, half year. Oh, not a big deal. We're going. We want goals in this game. All right. Well, hopefully we get a sweep for the first time in a while. But as always, thank you all for listening. Be sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Overboarder Pod. Lisa Gamble, just went up at the house on it.